0: Hey everybody, this is Theophilus from TZ Coaching, and you're listening to the Noble Father Podcast. Whether you're a dad that stays at home, works from home, or away from home, our roles are essential. To a son, it's an illustration of how life as a man is done, and to a daughter, an example of the type of man to look for in the future. But in either case, a noble father stands firm for what he believes, leads with his actions, and embodies a healthy balance of body, mind, and spirit. He pushes himself hardest and commands his time respectfully because he knows how precious the present is. Join me as we discover what it means to live as a noble father. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Noble Father podcast. Uh, Just thank you. Yeah, thank you for... Whoever you are, I don't actually get specific data on who listens to what. And uh, though that's an amazing idea, I'm sure there's a privacy issue related to that. Um, But yeah, just uh, man, a lot has happened. I just got back from another long, uh, another week long trip. Uh, We were out in uh, Tofino, the Vancouver Island, there. Uh, pulled into Nanaimo and then drove out to Tofino, which is, uh, you know, if you're ever looking to go surfing or just sit by the beach and see some glorious sunsets, I would highly recommend Tofino. And also got to see some friends out in Port Alberni and and uh, also in Nanaimo. And the trip was amazing because, for one, my parents didn't have to pay a single dime. Uh, you know, as most of you know, that my dad is in ministry and so... Um, some people like to support him in different ways, and uh, in this one, this one particular way, the 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 person who wanted to support us booked us a bunch of hard to get campsites, and you know, just uh, you know, took care of us, really took care of us. And so, thank you to them. I'm not going to name them specifically because they uh, won't listen to this probably. Um, and so, yeah, you know, if you're a dad that's looking for a nice place to go and you know, enjoy your, your yourself, man. I highly recommend Vancouver Island. It's one of the most beautiful places um, in Canada, I would say. Um, it's on the west coast. If you're not familiar, it's called Vancouver Island for a reason because Vancouver is literally um, it, Vancouver Island is like literally an extension of Vancouver, but it's just beautiful. It's a kind of like island feel, and yeah. So if you're ever in that in that area and you're looking for a you know some recommendations, hit me up. For sure. Yeah. So for today's episode, um, you know, like I said, I usually like these episodes to incorporate something that's happened in my life, and today's episode is a continuation of the series of you know father's example, and I want to entitle it opportunity, chance, and time, and it and it was further solidified by a friend of mine on Facebook who posted a meme about how, you know, we're in the summer right now and from a father's perspective, there's only 18 summers left before they are gone or out of the house. Right. I mean, that's give or take. Some may be earlier, some maybe later. But there are eighteen summers left. And so, you know, this the the title Opportunity, Chance, and Time, you know, I'm gonna describe later to you, you know, what was the story that kind of brought that about in me. But I wanted to give you a sense of time right now as a father or as whoever you are, whatever you are, perhaps you're a parent or you're going to be a parent or you're going to be a father, you're going to be a mother, is that time is very valuable. It is the one thing that we all are equal to, everybody, no matter what status or place you are in society, is subject to it and it's equal amongst all of us. You can't buy it, you can't sell it, it's always there. And and so, you know, let's just use that as an example, right? The post that was made by my friend Steve. Eighteen years, okay. And I, you know, kinda of did some some math with it. I'm not great at math, but you know, when you have Google and you're able to ask, you know, certain mathematical questions, these are really this is a really enjoyable piece uh, to research for this this podcast because it, it kind of puts things into perspective and I love perspective and I love context because it frames frames our lives if we have those things to be reminded of. And, you know, even though I have this, you know, my story, I'm going to tell eventually, um, you know, the the context is always there. It's always pressing in my mind for, for some reason that, you know, it's time is precious, and we cannot waste it. And so I hope this podcast presents that to you in the way that is you know, relevant to me and how I see it, and maybe even gives you an outside-of-the-box perspective of what somebody else thinks of it. And I hope that you can incorporate that into your life because it really helped me to really suck out the, I mean, to, to really squeeze every ounce of joy uh, available from our my trip uh, away from with my family. Um, so 18 years, you know, or essentially 18 summers, it's not a lot. So my son recently, five days ago, turned seven. So I only have eleven left, if we were to think about it that way. You know, you might some might think, say that a seven-year-old is young, but I got eleven left. We're getting close to the halfway point where I'll have less summers with him, um, and before he's out the door, potentially. And so I also did further math, right? And if we look at eighteen years, how much? how many weekends do you think that is how many days of weekends do you think that is it's actually only 1890 days of weekends and so maybe i should have done the math of you know where i'm at right now with my seven-year-old but you know depending on how much time you get also after you arrive home you can do the math right is that we're getting we're getting less less time um so you know we can subtract any time that you spent working away from home, et cetera, right? And and this kind of reduces it. So let me put those things into perspective too. Eighteen years into hours equals one hundred and fifty-seven thousand six hundred and eighty hours. Okay, and so now I'll repeat the number: one hundred and fifty-seven thousand six hundred and eighty hours. That's how many hours are in eighteen years. Now, let's just say, you know, healthy sleep is eight hours a night. And so, you know, eight hours out of 24, that's a a third of it. So if we take out a third of, you know, 157,000, we are taking out a quite significant amount of time, actually. It's actually six years of sleeping. And that means there's only 105,000 hours left. And so, you know, just think about everything else that comes and steals our time. School, when they're in school, we don't get that time with them. Illnesses that they have, you know, takes out weeks at a time sometimes. And months even, or even setbacks or things that don't amount to much, you know, uh, or, or things that don't amount to much that, you know, over a long stretch of time can equate to a lot. So whatever that looks like for you you know, potentially even just think about social media scrolling. You know, sometimes I like to go into the bathroom and extend my visit because my device is with me. And I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling that over time, that equates to a lot. Maybe you do it for five minutes, maybe you do it for two minutes. But over the course of a year, over the course of a decade, over the course of 20 years, it's a lot of time. And so You know, there's a fragility, you know, there's a fragility to life, too. We know that every moment could be the last. You know, So this trip to to Tofino, every moment could be the last. Uh, And, you know, I'll talk about that in a little bit. And so, you know, like I usually do on these podcasts, I like to present some, you know, Bible verses and things that kind of gives us more perspective and things, you know, another angle for us to consider. In Proverbs twenty-seven, one it says, "Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring." And so, time, right, is that we we don't we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So, right now, while we're here, squeeze out every ounce of joy that we can from it, or what is most present, what is most important for us right now, um, and not to think about something in the future that may never happen or that is to come that. Just makes it so that we're not present anymore in the in right now. Psalm ninety twelve also says, "Teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom." It's just to understand that we're not here forever. Technology will never get us to a point where we are going to be fully immortal. It's just an impossibility, and I think that's kind of like a Tower of Babel situation where it's like God's not going to do that. There's no there's no human way possible that that that, that that'll ever happen. I think anyways that's a conversation for another time and so i want to tell you the story about how this podcast episode topic came to be um and this happened in tofino it was so interesting it and it relates to surfing you know surfing relates to life it's just i i learned this i'm not a surfer by any means and but like on the trip you know i you know watching all these people because you know our, our campsite was literally the closest one to the beach And we could walk not even two minutes and we'd be on the beach and we would see, you'd see hundreds, not hundreds, maybe tens of people out there from early as 4 a.m. in the morning till like 10 o'clock p.m. just surfing, you know, in their wetsuits, enjoying, trying to catch the next wave and timing it and whatever. And you know, I wanted to surf. I, I was quite interested in surfing. I believe we arrived on, uh, we arrived, let me check. We arrived there on a Wednesday. And so, you know, first full day was a Thursday. And I was like, man, I really want to go surfing. We we're already halfway through the day. I was like, we should go so, definitely do surfing tomorrow. And, you know, I, I, I held off. I, Friday rolled around and, you know, I had phone calls, had a meeting, which I completely forgot about. And, So there was a missed opportunity, right? It was also a lack of planning on my part, and I fully accept that. And, you know, there was also this, like, wavering back and forth, you know, was it worth the money? And we were staying there for, you know, four days, I believe, and three nights. And so I was like, oh, you know, I should, you know, I would totally do it Friday, and then Friday rolls around, and I missed the opportunity because I had a meeting with, you know, a call, coaching call with one of my, you know, people. and, And, you know, by that time, it was already noon, and, you know, the rentals were like, okay, here's a there's a 24-hour time frame. There's a half-day time frame, you know, for rentals and stuff, and you can get it, and, you know, I didn't. I, I wanted to do the full day. I guess it got into my head that I wanted to do, do it the full day. Anyways, I wavered back and forth. You know, the cost of the endeavor of, of, of paying for the rentals, I was kind of, it was something that was kind of hard for me to stomach, and and so I didn't end up doing it. And I really started to feel the regret. I really started to feel like that was not the right decision. But also that my time was coming up. Like I couldn't, um, I wasn't able to enjoy it now. But oddly enough, um, on, let me see what day was that, that was Saturday, I believe, before we left. Or Friday night. Friday, Friday afternoon, while we were playing, you know, while I was watching my son playing, my dad walks back with a a bodyboard. And, you know, if you don't know what a bodyboard is, just, you know, you you tuck it to your body and then you kind of lie down on it and you go. It's not anything to hold your weight and stand on it, surf on it. Um, So, you know, I I saw it kind of like, oh, wow, you know, redemption. I could, I could go, you know, this is my second chance to go and actually hit the waves. Um. And, you know, I wavered back and forth on that, too, right? It's like, oh, should I do it? You know, there's only one more day left. Like, we have to leave tomorrow. Um, and so I went over to the office to check and ask about the rentals. And they said, yeah, you know, we're closing an hour. So, um, you know, if you're doing like a two-hour, doesn't make sense because you'd miss your return time, and that just didn't make sense. And so, you know, they're like, well, you can do the full day. That's the only way that it'll work. Do the full-day rental and just return it in the morning. And we're going to leave early the next day. And so, to me, I was like, ah, I'm not gonna miss this chance. I don't, I, you know, I, I want to at least hit the waves. And so, you know, purchased it for the day, uh, the wetsuit for the day, and just went out there to enjoy it. But the thing was, you know, it was fun. It was fun at the beginning. It was really fun. I was trying to catch the waves, and man, it's something. It's really, really about timing. Um, you miss it by two. You go to going too early. Uh, the waves roll right over you, you go too late, and they just, they don't, they don't, you can't catch up, and so, you know, it was fun, but it just wasn't the same, seeing those people out there with surfboards, and, you know, catching the waves, and I think there's something about the board that's a, you know, the surfboard that's able to hold the body, and so it catches the wave even easier, and there's less drag of the body when you're on a bodyboard, um, Anyways, I missed the chance and it and it, and it really occurred to me some kind of weird imagery of of this eerie simil- similarity to the waves that one one person catches, you know, whenever they're surfing or doing bodyboarding is you know, you you miss the opportunity and you know, though I had a second chance, it was just not the same. And and I didn't I regretted it. I definitely regretted it because you know, I I I, I may never get the chance again. I don't know. I don't know what God has in store for us, right? Like, we don't know what a day may bring. We don't know what tomorrow may bring. And so, you know, this this got me thinking about, about life and, and things that we take for granted, you know. As a father, you know, it's easy for me to, you know, be tired and from a place of fatigue to make decisions and be rash and be hasty and, and you know, selfish taking care of myself and forgetting that, you know, there's times with my, my, my children. One of the other things that happened on this trip was, um, you know, I, 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 mean, I did incorporate a lot of chance and, and taking opportunities. And, um, you know, as we were driving into Tofino, we passed a city named uh, Port Alberni. And one of my wife's best friends, uh, actually one of the first friends she ever made when she moved, when we moved out here, lived there. And, you know, I I remarked that, hey, you know, uh, this person lives out here. Do you want to go see them? And she gave me a pretty stern no. Um, And I thought that maybe in the moment she wasn't looking to do that. Um, And so um, I went ahead and messaged her anyways and kind of tried to arrange a surprise, so to say, for my wife. And uh, anyways, that didn't go over well. So lessons to you guys. If you want to surprise your wife, make sure that she's definitely on board or else uh, it could be really sticky. So, yeah, you know, there was turmoil as we were heading out of Tofino back towards Port Alberni. um, That, you know, my my son inadvertently spoiled the surprise. And my wife found out that we were going to go see her anyways. And that did not go over well whatsoever. Um, But, I mean, this time it panned out. It turned into an amazing visit. We had great time together. We enjoyed a lot of laughs together. A lot of memories were were created, and uh, we ended up staying for dinner. And it was just an amazing, just amazing to you know relish that time together and make that memory and to bond that way. Um, so you know, taking chances, right? Uh, seizing the opportunity and, and and doing it. And so I made a I made a, I made a, a gamble, and this time it paid off. Other times may not may not pay off. Um, and lastly, one more story is, you know, when we are talk about feeling the pressure, you know, of, of time and selfishly making rash decisions and being too hasty, um, on one of the days that we were in Nanaimo kind of winding down, we, we went to a nearby beach, we wanted to go, you know, pick up sand dollars and my son likes to turn over rocks and catch crabs. And, um, and so we were down, we, you know, went down to the beach and, and as we were going down, the tide was coming in. And my son had already gotten wet. You know, he wasn't even in, in his swim clothes. He just kind of just got in there. He just doesn't, doesn't hold back. And, and so, you know, we felt the urgency. My daughter wanted to sleep and take a nap. And so my wife took him back upstairs. And, you know, I was like, hey, let's go. Let's just leave now. You know, eventually it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen anyways. But my son was enjoying himself, and I definitely overlooked that. I definitely didn't consider that. And, um, you know, in my haste, I was just like so in my head about it and didn't consider that this was a great opportunity to spend time with my son and um you know i didn't take him i didn't you know force him to leave we we ended up staying a little longer and i got on my hands and knees and you know i don't usually like getting dirt under underneath my fingernails but you know this time i was just like let's just enjoy this time and so you know really seized the opportunity and took advantage of it and and slowed down time to play with him um and we both had a blast and it was amazing you know yeah, sure. Going, going, uh, you know, getting sand under your shoes. And, um, you know, there's like a huge flight of stairs to get to this beach. And so, you know, that wasn't enjoyable, but, you know, that time and memory is something that I'll never get back. Um, so, you know, if you're always stressing and, you know, fussing about the little things, you know, it, it really does suck the joy out of the entire experience. And, you know, I'm, I'm a Debbie Downer sometimes and, and I get too much in my head about needing to get to the next thing or, you know, uptight about, um, schedule and planning and all this stuff it's like sometimes it's just good to just let 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 loose and let let the plans unfold as they are you know um we definitely enjoyed ourselves more and um had more memories as a result of being open um to that and so you know i wanted to help and and you know, give you my tips on how, um, I really do it because even during these times, right? Like I'm sitting on the beach, I'm thinking about these things. I'm thinking about regrets and life. It's like, you know, there's, it's always pressing in the back of my mind that I'll never get that chance again. And so I really do need to slow down. Um, even though, Oh, I, I want to go take a shower and get rid of all this sand in my body or, or, you know, I, I need to do this or that. It's like, what is, what is in the moment? You know, my son's having fun in the sand. Let's spend time in the in the sand together, um, and so you know, one of the things that has really benefited me is you know last episode I talked about mindfulness and really just slowing down of of the mind and and so that we can think clearly and without fog. So easily whenever we get um, you know physically tired. Um, being uncomfortable we we can get to this place of very being very selfish and also not think clearly and so you know learning to slow down learning to breathe and learning to make sound decisions from a a level-headed mind is one of the biggest things that anybody can learn Um, and also because when you do that, um, I like to call it quantum time, which is like really, really slowing down. Obviously it's not super, super slow. Like, you know, Ant-Man, whenever he went into quantum time or whatever and came back and four years had passed or whatever it was, um, you know, I I want you to think about it. You know, Have you ever stopped to, you know, appreciate, you know, scenery, maybe at the end of a hike, you're standing up there, and you just look at the senior before you. You just time seems to slow down in those moments, right? Or whenever you're in pain, right? Whenever you're in pain, time just seems to slow down, and it's just feeling everything of that agony of the that that cut or whatever it is that's causing you pain. Um, or even for myself, because I sit by these two big windows, and I overlook um, these beautiful trees. Um, you know, I'll see a, a hummingbird come by. And sometimes it doesn't matter what I'm doing, I will stop and sit and appreciate. The butterf you know the, the, the hummingbird just you know hovering just looking at it even for a brief second um, or perhaps it's like you know the first time you saw your beautiful wife so, you know time slowed down and you just absorbed every moment of that encounter um, that's one of the biggest tips that I can give you. Um, you know you breathe in the moment you know you're living in it and you're you're dancing in it you know time slows down. Now, use that to appreciate the things that you're grateful for. One of the things that I love doing, also, is sometimes when my son is playing, is to just sit in his presence, just to absorb everything that I'm seeing, the way that he's looking at his pieces, how he's planning the next thing, or, um, you know, maybe some mannerisms. Perhaps he licks his lips, or or whatever it is, um, how he holds his pencil. Just, just to be, just to be really slow, and just to sit down, and just tune out everything else and just absorb everything that's in front of you. Um, put your hand on his back, you know, or, or feel his heart or, or whatever it is. Um, you know, I rub my hands over his hair and, you know, everything. Just feel and, and embrace that moment. Um, like I said, we'd never, we'll ne- we may never get that chance again. And so every single time could be our last. Everything said could be our last thing said. So we really need to seize that opportunity, take that chance and, and appreciate the time that we have with them. Now, another thing that I talked about in this episode, you know, with the story with the surfboard and stuff is that costs are high, right? Costs are high, but regrets are higher. That was one of the things that occurred to me in, in, in that that whole kind of wavering back and forth about whether or not I should do surfboard or should I get the wetsuit now with the bodyboard. And, um, you know, is, is the thought actually came to me that, you know, money will come and go. You know, but opportunities may never present themselves again. I may never end up in Tofino again, in in a setting where I'm able to do that again. We don't know. And so, or I never, I may not have the opportunity to sit with my son with the tide come closing in on us to dig for little clams together, or dig for whatever it is under the sand, or just dig. Who cares what you're doing, what you're digging for? Just dig with my son, or just to sit in his space. Um, you know, we'll have to live with these decisions for the rest of our lives. And that was one thing that hit me was just like, I'm here. I've got the bodyboard. I got the second chance. I'm going to take it. Go and spend the money and go and do it. And just enjoy it. Don't let those things slow you down. Money will come and go. You can always make more. But the opportunity is most present. And it was amazing because you know, when I was doing the bodyboard, my son watched me, you got to see that I was enjoying myself out there. And and just living life. And that's a great example too. That's something that I can never, money will never buy. Uh, If I was unwilling to go with it, I probably would have created some dumb memories where, you know, rushing my son to leave or whatever it was. Um, And so really, I want you to think about your life and what it is you do. and The time that you have remaining on this planet, we don't have a lot of it. I'd encourage you to do the math of how much time you have left because it really isn't a lot. If we think about it with sleep and with everything that we do, time that we don't have with our kids, we are it's dwindling. It's an hourglass that never stops dripping, and it keeps going, and it'll eventually run out. And one day we won't have that time ever again. We don't know. And so we must live in the present. We must be very, very keen and understand that Time is fleeting, constantly fleeting. The summer is here now. It might be super hot where you are, and it makes it really hard to think about what's the right thing or what is the good thing to do together. It ha- it'll Do what works for you and what is available to you. Just make memories out of nothing. That is a specialty of, of being a father. It doesn't take much to do it. As long as you're being present, If you ask your child, what is the most important thing they desire? What is the one thing they desire? They'll probably say you, just time with you. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what it is you guys are doing or playing or whatever it is, as long as you're present. And when you're present with them, to not be thinking about other things about work or stressing about this, that, or the other thing, being present with them. And I don't say this from a of expertise you know these are things that i'm constantly working on i'm not i am not a perfect father by any means but i like to constantly remind myself and and my wife does actually does a great job of doing that and so hope this serves as a great reminder for you and i hope this episode truly blesses you and your relationship with your children um, and helps you as an individual too Uh, and so please do help me um, you know rate and follow and subscribe or you know if you're able to review it please review this um episode this podcast i'd love this to get out to more people more fathers um and you know i want to help i want to help a lot more fathers in what i do and so if this is something that you feel you need support on also i'd love to have a conversation with you um this is something that i'm passionate about fathers and fatherhood and and raising children Um, is something that I I love and I've been called to do. And so um, if you have any friends that um, would benefit from this, please share this with them. Um, I would love to have them listen to it. And any feedback you have, please send them my way. I love to improve. Any topics you want to talk about, um, do reach out to me. Also, this Thursday, I do hold um, a weekly father's meetup on Zoom. If you'd like an, uh, an invitation to that, please reach out to me. I'd love to shoot you an invitation to that. Um, it's just really a space for guys to come together and just talk about things. Um, what's most pressing, problems they're facing, wins that they're having, um, and seek support and a space to just be yourself. Um, So if that would benefit you, do reach out to me. Uh, Thank you for listening to this episode. It's episode 16, I believe, and I am signing out. Thank you. Please show your support for the Noble Father podcast by recommending the podcast to your family and friends. You can also subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and a review. And also, if you know a father who is interested in a regular meetup every week where they can show up authentically and share the best parts of themselves, some of the struggles they're going through, some of the wins that they have, and even some lessons to bless other fathers with, and um, also have them in our Facebook community, Um, just a bunch of men who genuinely care about one another and just share space and hold it for one another. Thank you very much for listening to the Noble Father Podcast. Until next time, bye for now.